Here's Desert Diaries. Hello, Arizona calling. First up, thank you so much for your absolutely lovely best wishes. After this little podcast, Sam Walker's Desert Diaries won at the British Podcast Awards last weekend. (laughs) I am still knocked down with a feather to have got bronze behind the mighty George Ezra and the mighty at Giles Brandreth and Susie Dent. What the actual? I mean, come on. In a minute more trumpet blowing, I do feel especially proud that what you hear on this podcast is really (laughs) all there is, (laughs) me. I'd love to say I have got a team of writers and producers and sound mixers and staff falling all over themselves to bring me a skinny ice latte, but there really is just me sitting in a cupboard, or actually this week, in my garden, and banging on wondering if anyone is actually listening. So thank you so, so much for all your support and messages. And please do leave me a rating or a review if you can, and tell your friends. And well, that's it. Thank you. So yeah, right now, I'm sitting in my garden. Well, actually sitting on my little patio thing with my feet in my swimming pool. It's about five o'clock in the evening, about 44 degrees right now, and there is a wind blowing. And I think the only way I can really describe it <laughs> is imagine putting a hairdryer on the hot setting and then pointing it at your face. <laughs> Less summer breeze and more blast furnace. But still, I will take this over four months of freezing rain any day of the week. It is actually starting to cool down a little bit and towards the end of next week there's going to be highs of, well, just 40 degrees. And in fact, as July comes to a close, Phoenix will wave goodbye to its first summer and welcome the second summer. (laughs) Yeah, here in the desert we've got not one but two summers every single year. Now, the summer that ramps up through June and into July is super hot, very, very dry and breezy. And the second summer is, well, it's still blooming hot, but temperatures can drop really rapidly as storms blow in and bring intense tropical rain and winds and periods of humidity and insane dust storms as well called haboobs. Now, the monsoon season never really got going last year, although there were a few mega storms in later August and September. So, well, we'll just wait and see what Mother Nature has got up her sleeve for us this year. Talking of nature, I'm surprised to have seen quite so much of it actually after moving to our new house. We're now in a much more sort of regular suburban neighbourhood in North Phoenix than we were before. And I thought that would mean, well, there's less beasties around. But no. We do have rabbits in our garden most days, driving the dog completely berserk, as well as all manner of just beautiful birds, including those tiny, teeny hummingbirds, which you just actually often hear before you even see as it's like having a bunch of tiny little lightsabers zipping around your garden i've talked about hummingbirds before and the fact that they migrate absolutely ruddy miles every single year which really surprised me actually as they're just so tiny but a few weeks ago i got up early and i climbed lookout mountain which is really close to our new house and i sat there right at the top Now, I'd passed a bunch of jackrabbits having a scrap at the foot of the peak, but since then I hadn't really seen any other wildlife. And then suddenly, as I was sitting there, all alone, in total silence on the rocky outcrop, I heard it. And there he was, right at the top of the mountain with me. 
There were no trees around. There were certainly no flowers around. I have absolutely no idea what brought him up there. But he whizzed around me for a while before flying off. No doubt hundreds of miles somewhere. I tell you, hummingbirds do not be fooled. Hard as nails. In other adventures with local fauna this week, we had to rescue a poor little rat from our pool. Ooh, it was the sweetest thing. We found him clinging onto the pool filter one morning and he set off paddling at a rate of knots around the pool as I chased after him with a net yelling, I'm trying to help you, jump in. He finally got the message and we released him back into the shrubbery. Animal rescue all before 7am, eh? Usually the only visitors to our pool are these completely terrifying, (laughs) enormous yellow wasps. They're so big with these huge dangling legs and they stagger into view, coming into land like Harrier jump jets onto aircraft carriers. And they sit on the surface of the pool to have a drink for a few seconds before lurching back into the sky once they've quenched their thirst. Oh, there's one here now. Okay, (laughs) I actually didn't expect that to happen. I cannot tell you, (laughs) I cannot tell you how unnerving it is when you first see one as they look like some kind of alien overlord from a superhero film. But we did actually search them up online and despite looking like they could floor a grown man at 20 paces, well, until about a minute ago, they hadn't actually ever given us any bother. (laughs) Uh, Well, we'll wait and see. <laughs> They'd never dive bombed us or buzzed around our heads for any time. They just bomb down for a drink and buzz off again. I was about to say, long may they continue to mind their own business, but it seems like one's got wind of me. <laughs> anyway, I'm heading back into the pool, if I dare. You know, this week has felt really tough at times. Arizona's a funny place right now. You've probably seen the news reports about the state having one of the highest rates for COVID-19 in the world. It was number one for a while. Bars have shut back down, restaurants have strict capacity rules now, and it feels like we're heading back into lockdown, certainly in our house. But the news is still full of people furiously fighting mandates on masks and demanding that schools open up in just a couple of weeks when the term starts here. It just feels really exhausting at times. I've also really missed my mum and dad this week. I think as the UK started to ease off rules about remaining isolated and I've seen friends and colleagues posting about emotional reunions with grandparents, I felt really sad. I don't know when I'm going to be able to see my dad again. I could fly to England and isolate for a couple of weeks, but then I wouldn't be allowed back here into the States as I'm not a permanent resident here. And Australia won't allow any visitors in right now. And my mum is all on her own. And I hate that. But there's nothing I can do. Except be thankful for what I do have and dangle my feet in this pool and feel that sun on my skin. If you're lucky enough to be with the ones you love, go on, give him a squeeze. I'll see you in the desert.